the future, I'm going to have a space program. So if you listen to this in the future, then I've already got it. i got the spaceships. They're flying around. And you might be a teacher at uh, grade school, middle school, high school, or university. And in this article uh, that I'm linking below, um, you'll be able to find out lots of information about my space tours. Now, the primary function of my business is... Um, for the space program is space tourism. We also do research and discovery and diplomacy on other worlds and a lot of really cool stuff. It's really fun. And any of it can be something that we do on a space tour. In the future, I might do a lot of space tours. And my hope is that I can bring kids to space for a low price so they can all see space, all the kids in the whole earth. And so a really fun way to do this is to do a field trip to space. Now I did the math, there's four million schools in the whole earth plus universities. Some say there's more than four million, but if there's four million and I come during the regular school year, I'm gonna have to have 27,000 spaceships working if I bring every school to space one time in the year. But if I can do three space tours per day during the school day, <coughs> then the number drops to about 9,000 spaceships. And in the future, I'll have that many. But the reason I'm telling you this is actually really interesting. If, um, well, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that every government in the world inspects my spaceships and clears them for safety and sends out a blanket notice to all schools in that country to let them know that my spaceships are kid approved, school approved, and field trip approved. 100% safe, no special training required. We just stand in line, climb on the spaceship when the doors open, and when we're done, we climb off. We make sure no one stands under the spaceship when it lands, and we make sure no one stands under the doors when they open. They'll open like a big ramp. Then it's a cool ramp, we can walk right up it, and it's a lot of fun. We go right to space, it's safe, there's no vertigo, no dizziness, where there's plenty of air and stuff, and it'll all be government approved. And they'll tell you all this, and you can read it on my website. No one will get sick, and if you're holding a drink of water, it doesn't spill on my spaceship. It has what you might call inertial dampening. And when we're in space, it has what you call artificial gravity. So it's just fun. So if you are a teacher who's interested, and bringing your class to space, you can schedule with me. In the years to come, I plan to start this space agency. It might take me about three years. And then in the years after that, I'm gonna build more and more spaceships and train more and more space captains. And then I'll make sure that they're government approved with their skill and ability. So that it's always kid safe, school safe. My goal is to bring children to Neptune so they can eat pizza on their birthday. So mothers and fathers can drink wine, kids can eat pizza, or they can just look at space, fun for families. And it's my hope that I can bring kids to space. When I go, it takes about an hour, they all get on the spaceship, we go for about an hour, we come right back, and then it's done. When I land to the school, the biggest spaceship I can bring is gonna be a spaceship that can have the capacity for about 400 or 500 people. Because the only place big enough in a school where I can land typically is the football field. That's not big enough for me to bring my really big spaceships. So that means that your school, some schools might be able to bring all the kids and all the staff, and other schools you might not be able to bring everyone. But we can go for in an hour. 
if you have a big school, we might be able to get everyone in three trips in one day. And each trip takes about one hour. I never want to do really long space trips. All the kids can go to the bathroom and then they walk on, they go to space, they come right back and it's great. If you work at a university as a teacher, it's exactly the same. Now my plan is that I want to charge everyone a dollar. That way I can get enough money to pay my space captains. Also, how fast you get on and off the spaceship, that's part of the hour. So if your school takes a half hour to get on the spaceship, we're gonna go to space for one minute, and then you take a half hour to get off. So when we go to space, I recommend you let the kids just run on. Because if you let the kids run up on the space ramp, a lot of them will be on there and fully loaded in less than five minutes. If you wanna go for two hours, we can do it. But eventually my schedule will be completely filled because my space tours are perfectly safe and they're extremely fun. They're low cost and affordable. And that means you might have to wait until next year or the year after or the year after that in order to go to space on my spaceships. So the earlier you schedule the space tour, the sooner you can go on. My spaceships are perfectly safe, but I prefer it if we only brought kids that were 10 years old or older. However, if you go on my space tours over and over again, you might one day be a kindergarten teacher that wants to bring a kindergarten class. And we might bring them on one of my little spaceships and they might bring teddy bears. And they might say later they brought their teddy bear to see Neptune. And that might be a cool story they tell for a lot of years. And I like that story. So when we bring kids in our space program, here's how I would choose who goes. If there's kids in your class that are rude and insulting, I don't want them to come on my spaceship. On my spaceships, I even tell the adults, we don't touch people. We don't touch anyone the whole time. So if you have kids, let's say you have a school where there's 600 kids and maybe you don't want to bring them all because my spaceship only holds 400 or 450. You can make sure that all the kids that bite and scratch and punch and kick don't come. They're not invited. I don't want them on my spaceship today unless they can stop doing those things entirely. I also don't want kids that insult each other the whole time. But if you bring them all, they all get to see space. And that's awesome. That's really great. It's fun for adults and kids. And I do want all the kids in the earth to go. I want them to know that in space, we don't bite and scratch other kids. That's weird. After the space tour, some of the kids will say, my teacher said a funny joke. Some of the kids will say, I had fun with my friend. Some kids will say, I saw planets. That's fun stories. But if a kid says, I cried because another kid bit me, that's a sad story. If little Billy punched another kid in the face, that's a sad story. On my spaceships, I designate six feet by six feet of space for everyone. That's 36 square feet. So if you have kids, there on the spaceship might be room for 400 kids each to have their own circle so big they can't touch anyone else if they even try. And if they all sit down or stand up, they'll be far enough to stand away from other kids. If they look at the marks on the ground and then they can't touch anyone even if they want to. My spaceships, even though I say 400, it could really fit closer to 3,000 people if they really cram on there.
but I'd rather bring 400 and make sure that no one touches each other. If the kids in your class want to bring stuff, there's no rules against that. They can bring food and eat it. They can bring drinks and drink it. We just want to clean up the floor when they're done. It's a lot of trouble for you. Maybe I'll pay people to clean the ship later. In poor countries, I'll take them to space for free. If you want to do a science experiment, we can arrange it. Contact me beforehand. And maybe they can bring plants to space or something if you want. I don't know if I want to bring plants to space. Honestly, I think it's kind of weird, but maybe you guys want me to do observe the sun or something. I don't know. Science experiment. There's no rules against that. And if you're at a university or a high school or a middle school, you might want to do science experiments too. There's no rules against it. On my normal space tours, every day, you might see one man with a telescope, another man wearing a spacesuit, and another man with a rover. And we might go to Mars, land on Mars, drop off the rover. The guy in the spacesuit might walk around on Mars. And the guy with the telescope might observe stars while we go around Mars. Other people might take Nikon pictures with their camera or iPhone pictures. There's no rules against those things. And that's all normal on my spaceships. Then we might land again in 20 minutes and the spacesuit guy might walk back on my spaceship. The rover guy might get his RC car and put it back on my spaceship. We'll close the door and then we go back to the Earth. It's a lot of fun and it's perfectly safe. In the past, I made spaceships and I left them on another world where there's wise men in an advanced civilization so they can make peaceful contact with men and women, families on other worlds. Those spaceships, they can travel the whole galaxy. They can do scientific research and all kinds of cool stuff. But in the future, I want to make spaceships to do other things, big spaceships for space tours so kids and families can see space, so husbands and wives can drink wine by Neptune for an hour in the afternoon after work. I want to build big spaceships that are just for scientific research for space agencies. And also for my company, Research and Discovery spaceships that are a quarter mile wide and can work more than 4,000 people every day in offices and laboratories that are research laboratories. World building spaceships. And in the future, for field trips, you might get to see all of these things. We might even go to other worlds. It's fun and safe when I do it. I want to build spaceships that can rescue people that are lost at ocean or lost in the forest. Easy to find people with my spaceships. I have the technology where it's easier to find them, I think, than you guys in a helicopter or something. But these spaceships are for space tours. It's a big open area for standing and it's a lot of fun and you can see space. It's for kids and families. It's for knowledge of God's magnificent creation. To see the stars and to think about God who made them. To see the worlds he made. And if we travel to other worlds, they're all God's children. They're people that God made. He gave them life. In space, there's no chaos. Everything's orderly, organized, perfect. In space, there's no primordial soup. I've been to every world in this galaxy to see men and women that live there. There's no one evolving. There's no such thing as evolution. It doesn't exist. In this galaxy, everyone looks exactly like us, except for two or maybe three civilizations. 
One people, I hear that you think they have bigger eyes, but to me they look completely normal, just like us. On two other worlds, they look very different than us. One of them is an advanced civilization. They made genetic mistakes when they tried to modify their bodies. It was a bad mistake and they're trying to fix it. On another world, they're big hairy people. Hairy men and hairy women. The kids are hairy too. Hairy kids. They're cool people and they speak a different language. I like them. I've taken four families of the hairy kids and their hairy parents across the galaxy. I like them. I learned their language. They like me. I'm a kind and honest person. When we go to other worlds, we're kind and honest. We don't insult people. And when we go to space, we think of God's magnificent creation. He made everything. And we think of Jesus Christ and his plan for the salvation of all of God's children. There's no evolution. There's no chaos in space. And it's fucking cool. And my spaceships are fun. And it's safe. And so if you're interested in going to space, we can book a space tour. And when we go, I'm going to speak of stars and worlds, spaceships and fun and interesting people. We might eat pizza. And I'm going to talk about God every time. And so if that sounds fun to you, let's go. It sounds fun to me. Also, I want to charge you a dollar per kid and a dollar per adult. That's a low price. To go to space for a dollar is a really low price and it's a lot of fun. It's worth it. But if there's poor kids that can't afford to go, I want to take them for free. Don't leave them at home. They're just poor. They're not worthless people. I want to take them just as much as I want to take you. I want to take everyone at your school, everyone at your university. And if they're too poor to pay a dollar, I'll take them for free. They can still come. Don't leave them at home. If you have any questions in the future, contact me. It might take a while until I get back to you. I'm going to have to answer a lot of emails. I might have to pay a lot of administrative assistance to read all the emails. It might take them a while to get back to you. We're not ignoring you. It's one of the reasons I charge a dollar, because I'll have employees hard at work to make sure the space tours are fun. If you want to go on a space tour and you contact me from your school, I want to know how many people you want to bring, how many kids and how many school staff. Maybe we can bring everyone. And I want to find out where's the biggest place I can land my spaceship. Find a man at your school and have him go measure it. He might enjoy measuring it. Have him look overhead to see if there's any trees or power lines in the way. And then have him take, a, take the measurements and give them to you. So I know how big of a spaceship I can land safely.